with on-demand talk shows 24-7. This says how powerful this is. We are Internet Talk Radio for planet Earth. This message is getting out through these programs. TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. And our guest today, Joel Epstein, author of The Little Book on Big Ego. So, Joel, the break interrupted you talking about friction and passion. Um, yeah, what I was... What I was saying is that everyone, everybody, you know, you talk to ten people. Ten people will tell you that friction is a negative term. When they hear friction, it's bad. Yep. And and my premise is that's wrong. Friction is good. Friction's only bad if you let it be bad. Uh, friction causes, uh, you know, good things. Causes positive energy. Causes things to happen. You know, I, I think if you all will allow me. Um, I'd love to just read right from the book my, my definitions of negative friction and positive friction. Good. Because it's okay. a great answer. Um, negative friction, two or more egos rubbing up against each other to create a fire that burns wildly and out of control, therefore scarring, burning, and frequently obliterating everything and everyone in its path. Positive friction, which is what we're talking about. Two or more egos rubbing up against each other to create a fire that is quickly controlled, then focused to be used to create more energy, which becomes an incredible thought, idea, or solution. So, you know, one of the great examples is, you know, you're in a meeting. It's it's easy to use a business thing here, but you could do it with parents and kids and yep. spouses and boyfriends and girlfriends and significant others. But oh, okay. you're in a meeting and, and, and somebody says, um, Hey, uh, I've got a really good idea. Uh, let's, instead of putting the A and the B to make the C, let's put the A and the B and go directly to D. The person in charge of the C unit immediately says, Hey, you have no idea what you're talking about. You can't put an A and a B together and get a D. You only get a C. Right now we have a critical moment. Mm-hmm. Friction is about to occur. <laughs> will it be negative or will it be positive? The guy with the idea can react one of two ways. There's a negative and a positive. The positive reaction would be, interesting, Mr. C. Tell me why you feel that way. And then shut your mouth. Yeah. That's how you create positive friction. That's how you take friction and make it into an incredible idea. Because you know what? There could be something there. The C guy might know something the other guys don't know. That's right. And what's also important is for everybody to realize they're on the same team. It's when they feel that they're on opposing teams that they start locking horns. And that's true whether you're with your kids, your spouse, your employees. It doesn't matter what it is. People have to perceive that they're on the same team. Correct. You know, turf battle. Right. You write some pretty neat things about parenting kids, and one of them is you don't praise kids when it's not deserved. You want to expound on that? Well, I think that that, that I don't know what happened, but this is kind of the way I look at it. I think we went directly from, I'll give you a good visual, (laughs) of the dad in the white tank top with the gravy stain spanking a child directly to trophies for 12th place. Boy, no in, fooling. In That's soccer. Really and and, and, and we, we put ourselves in it. You know, when's the last time that you were in a restaurant, you were sitting in a booth or at a table, and three tables down, there was a family or some kind of nuclear family, and there was a three-year-old standing on their chair 
flinging spaghetti at the wall, and the mom or dad was saying, oh, awesome, that one was an S, throw another one, let's try to make a T. You know, meaning, I, I think that we've, we've, we've literally gone from what was definitely excessive discipline um, of teaching our children right and wrong to no teaching whatsoever. And because of that, we've created a whole generation of really entitled um, children that are sort of, I don't want to say coming through the system, but that are growing up. Spoiled and entitled. Pardon? Spoiled and entitled. Yeah, and they're coming out into the workforce, and they think that they just deserve it. Everything should just be handed to them, and right. it's a real, it's a it's a real challenge. And so the old, you know, the old adage of let's bolster our child's ego, let's make them feel great about themselves, has been taken way beyond where it should be. You're right. And you know, any parent. Is, is is guilty of it at any time, no matter how good you are. You look down at that child with those big eyes, even if they're being bad, and it's really hard to straight talk them. You want to say something that will make them feel good. But in reality, the world is full of straight talk. Yeah, You're not going right. to walk out into the world and, and be hugged every time you move to the left or the right. right. That's right. <laughs> you need to be prepared for that. You're listening, That's correct. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Monday through, Monday through Saturday. There you go. 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Right here on CRN. Our guest today, Joel Epstein, author of The Little Book on Big Ego. It's a great opportunity for folks to take a look at how egos work and how we can start working our ego down and stop being in all these ego fights all over the place all the time. You know, a lot of us, we don't even know we're trapped in these ego battles. And, we are so blind and, to it. And we can get out of it. You know, a lot of parents raising kids, a lot of... People in in uh, working situations, the boss or um, employee or whatever, ego causes problems all over the place. And if you understand the game, you can begin to get yourself to where you're pretty well greased through most of it. I mean, there is there is. I spent a lot of time on the first paragraph of my book, and the bottom line is is I don't think. I mean, ego is the foundation for tremendous achievement, success, and leadership. Ego is the cornerstone of deals not closed, ruined relationships, and failed careers. Ego can be your strongest ally or your worst enemy. Strong, healthy egos build careers, businesses, and lives. Inflated, out-of-control egos will destroy it all. That's exactly what you just said. Right. So basically, you know, if we really want the best of life, we need to train and discipline and train our ego so it is a construct goes in a constructive way and doesn't tie into other egos and goes in a downward destructive direction. I mean, there's a great way to think about it. There's ego monsters and ego masters. There's 24 hours in a day. We some of us sleep for an hour, some of us sleep for eight hours, but let's pretend that we're awake for 16 hours. Okay. Um, your goal would be to be operating as an ego master 16 hours a day. That's right. It's almost, it's basically impossible to do, <laughs> but that's what you're striving for because right. everyone's going to have ego monster moments, and and hopefully you have it by yourself where nobody can see you, <laughs> but, <laughs> but everybody is going to have them. It's part of the human condition. The key is, is to minimize them, 
you know, down to the smallest minutia, you know, almost try to get rid of them and become an ego master. Right. And that's really what it's about. And obviously, we all run into some people that are ego monsters, you know, 24-7, even in their sleep. Yeah. And most of those people literally should be locked up and the key should be thrown away. You're right. But they are walking around, and we do have to deal with them. That's right. And the only way to deal with them is to deal with ourselves first and know the animal that's standing in front of us. The biggest challenge most people have is they don't understand the animal. Yeah. They don't understand that this person will not be beaten. You know, that's a really clear way. You're Basically, you're e either in the ego monster mode or the ego master mode. And, you know, life works really harmoniously and well if you're in the ego master mode. So, well, and pe people ask me all the time... Um, you know, uh, confidence, arrogance, and here's another great thing for your audience to think about. And remember, there's a very, very fine line between confidence and arrogance. Yeah. Arrogance is confidence with your hands over your ears. That's how close it is. That's literally how close it is. Confidence, ego master. Arrogance, ego monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really true. Nice. Uh Talking about raising kids, and I imagine if you have employees, it might be in the same direction, but um, taking responsibility for what your kids say and do, what does that, how does that change how kids are raised in the dynamics of the family? Uh, you know, most parents, I mean, parenting, you know, do you, do you all have children? I've had plenty. Okay. But parenting... Um, is, is really a really, really, really hard job. And, you know, you hear people talk about it all the time, but the bottom line is it is. It's a brutal, brutal job. And it's, it's, it's hard because you have this love factor in the middle. You know, I always say to people, um, you can't fire your mother. You know, at the office, Okay. Yeah. If someone's doing a bad job, you just fire them, right? Right on. If your if your if your sixteen year old is giving you fits, I mean, do you fire him? You can't just look at him and say you're fired. <laughs> you're stuck with them. You got to deal with them. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And 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 the people that learn how to do that and master that create you know great young people that become successful, and I don't mean successful necessarily in business, I mean successful people. Yes. Successful, dynamic people are created from that. And what I find is, is the best parenting is, is a communication level that is as straight talk as you could possibly get. Meaning, say that you have a child, and this one hits close to home for me, um, you have a child that, 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 that constantly is chewing their food with their mouth open. I mean, literally smacking loud enough mm -hmm. that, that, that you can hear it three rooms away. Okay? Yeah. Most parents, okay, many parents will consistently and constantly say, chew your food with your mouth closed, chew your food with your mouth closed, chew your food with your mouth closed. Mm -hmm. Now, what you should do is say, you're chewing your food with your mouth open. That's not polite. It's making a lot of noise, and it's kind of gross. You really need to learn to chew your food with your mouth closed because as you grow up 
and you meet people and you're in different scenarios and you're at a party or a business meeting or with a new friend, the last thing you want to do is have other people look at you and think you're being rude because you were chewing with your mouth open. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a big difference from shut your mouth. Right. And if you constantly are delivering that message, this is why parenting is so hard, you can't just deliver it once. you got to say the same message every time. So you're, you're telling them why to do to not to do something instead of just don't do it because I said not to do it. Exactly. And you're giving them real-life examples. And by doing that, you know, to bring all this back to ego, that's positive friction. That's ego mastery. That is not being an ego monster parent. I mean, let's face it. It's almost an ego monster reaction when your kid's chewing with your mouth open. For the most part, it's annoying you, so you want them to stop. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's concern for, you know, <laughs> what their future is because that doesn't fit into too much class at all. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Joel Epstein, author of The Little Book on Big Ego. So when you have kids and their egos flare up, what, what is your suggestion on how to tame that? Well, again, sometimes those ego flares are just flat-out hormonal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just, it's a, it's a chemical thing going on. But what you have to do is you can't, you've got to do the hard work. And the hard work is the why, why, why. Mm-hmm. When a kid flares, you got to say, why did you say that? And you can't let them off the hook. you got to keep saying why until you get the answer. Sometimes the answer is, as my friend Bill says it to his mom. Yeah. Sometimes the answer is, is I hate you. <laughs> There's many different answers, but you can't let them off the hook with an easy answer. You've got to keep asking and asking and asking until you get an answer that you can then deal with. And what I mean by deal with is you can then have a mature conversation right. about. Yep. That is the only way to deal with an insolent child. And when you see kids getting away with that, it's always the parent's fault. Well, no, no, no. Let me take that back. 2% of the time, you could have a child that really has something chemically wrong with them, and maybe they're not medicated correctly, and I won't even go there because I'm not a doctor. Um, but the other 98%, it's the parent's fault. The parent has let them get away with what they're doing. They created that, that, that little ego monster. They, they certainly played their part in it, didn't they? There's no question. They They let them you know, get away with it for long enough that it became, you know, okay, well, this is the way it is. So, Joel, if people want to get a hold of your book, where do they go? Uh, you know, obviously they can go to bookstores or they can uh, check out my website, which is www.frictionfactor.net. There's lots of cool stuff in there. The audio book is in there as well, and that's an unabridged version uh, read by myself, which people uh, people are, are really liking so far. And the other cool thing in the site, which I think I'll get a chuckle out of from you guys, is you can send the book to anyone you want anonymously. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can just uh, hit the drop down and click anonymous, and they will never know where it came from. <laughs> that subtle hint. That's a good idea, you know. It is a good idea, especially you, if you get your dose of it. Gone all over the world. Uh, from from that little click, uh, from that little uh, option. Well, you know, there are so many people that other people would love to give this book to, but are scared. Yes, that's right. For the repercussions they're going to get. Right. So the book is the little book on Big Eagle by Joel Epstein. Joel, thank you for uh, being with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Thank you. I enjoyed it. You have a you have a good evening. Blessings. Okay, you too. All thank right. Bye bye. Very interesting stuff, isn't it? Yeah. My goodness. A, a wonderful, different sort of take on how to manage our egos. You know, he has some real simple ways to see things, which he I does. think is pretty valuable. It's really valuable. The book, again, is The Little Book on Big Ego by Joel Epstein. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. 